Gazay. It's me, Hugh Jackman. And welcome to my mansion. <laughs> Up. As you all, <laughs> as you all know, the weather outside is looking real bad, and you're gonna have to stay here the night. Uh, so why don't we all introduce each other? Um, sounds like a plan. <laughs> well, hello, hello. This is beautiful Sheila in the corner. <laughs> I was just backpacking in the woods and I got lost and I saw this mansion. Oh, quite happy to have you here. Hey, look, it's acclaimed actor, uh, Malcolm McDowell. Very good to be here in this very fine mansion. And uh, finally, the third member of our party is uh, Sully Sullenberger, the famous pilot who landed in the Hudson River. Cam Street. I've been stabbed. This is impossible. I'm Wolverine. It shouldn't happen like this. Uh, it's up to you three to find out. Who murdered me? Good luck. Ah. Oh my. Well, I'm a hero, so I, I'm not cut out for this kind of work. And scene. <laughs> Sean, you can't just throw those curveballs at us. I have no idea where you're going. <laughs> I tried to give you an opening by letting you guys just introduce yourselves, but... I wasn't sure if I was going to be myself or like one of like a celebrity like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> sure, that sounds really great. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> How's that going for you so far? Started off with comedy gold, so. Mm -hmm. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. Uh, so this is uh, another episode of Pitching Tents, and we are Sean Lemmy, John Otney, Colin Westman, and Matt Carstens. Yeah, it's not Sully Sullenberger. Unfortunately. <laughs> and what are we talking about? I think we're just talking about horror movies, pitches, this week. Yeah. Pitching ideas for horror movies, which... It's kind of tough because it does kind of feel like every premise that could possibly be a horror movie has already been made. And uh, Mr. John Otney knows that as well as anybody. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think people just remake the same stuff over and over again. I think there's potential for new stuff. Um, yeah. Hopefully we bring that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bringing that. You're okay. just going to pitch a remake to us? Uh, no, no. But uh, it's just very derivative. <laughs> might as well be. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping that we can we can get it get it to that next level. Okay, should we just jump into it? Let's jump into it. All right. Now, for my idea, I wanted to combine two of the most interesting things to me, which are ghosts and the internet. So, 
what I want to do here is I want to go back. I want to do period piece. I want to do the mid nineties. <laughs> I want a a family, uh, possibly led by a Patrick Wilson like figure, to like he just got laid off from this job because he got replaced by computers. Because I, but he's not ready for computers to be taken over in the nineties. You know, he's just he he can't adjust. So he moves into is this he, new. Yeah, is he wearing glasses in this movie? Oh, most of the time. Okay. <laughs> Like not like glasses. When 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 shit starts heating up, he has to take off his glasses because yeah. they get like got, broken. He's probably got sideburns too, or something. Some some fashionable for the time. Were sideburns bigger than I, maybe like the late Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Those aren't important. Anyways, he goes to this house and he's like, "Well, I, I guess I better learn how to use computers if I want to." If I want to, I guess it doesn't matter if it's a new house or not. He just, you know, he's got to learn it for work. So he gets onto the internet, and the first place he goes to is he finds this mysterious website. And it's like one of those things that's like, if you go to this website, it may harm your computer. And he's like, fuck it. And it's just like a big download. And so he clicks download, and he downloads a ghost from the internet. <laughs> But but here's the thing. Now he can't get off the internet. Like, they try to pick up the phone. It's just, like, the dial-up noise. It's like it won't turn off. So they can't call the cops. They can't use the phone. <laughs> and Genius. So, so what the ghost starts doing is it starts, like, sending him, like, really scary spam. And, like, like, like animated gifts from, like, the 90s. Like, that dancing baby. Except, like, you know, it's doing the Uga Shaka thing, like, from Ally McBeal. But, like, they play it in reverse and find out it's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so, what I need to ask you guys is how do you stop a ghost from the internet? So, is this ghost trapped in the computer? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe the reason I said they go to a new house is maybe someone died there. So, like, there's, like, this cursed internet there. So, like, <laughs> they go there and... I don't, I don't really know much about the ghost. Maybe again. maybe the ghost died like in like he was a guy using like he was like a guy like a hacker guy and he was using the internet, but you know like electrocuted him or something. <laughs> it like sucked the bitch. Yeah, you know like freakazoid style. Spilled coffee on his computer. Yeah, exactly. Like he was doing like an all nighter hack hackathon and he just like. And then, like, the rest of his family, like, were killed by the ghost internet. That guy. Original guy. Oh, yeah. You, sh- you sure you don't want to pull a lawnmower man and put them in some sort of high-tech facility where being in the computers means he can lock the doors and set off alarms and do stuff like that? Well, it's got to have, like, a little bit of a spiritual element to it. So, I mean, he could do that anyways just because he's a ghost. I, I like that Maybe it's in a house. Maybe it's, like, at a cabin, like, out in the deep out in the woods. <laughs> trying to learn internet, which seems like a bad place for internet connection. <laughs> just well, I think like that's... House. Well, they usually use dial-up in houses that are way out in the sticks anyways. No. I don't think it creates a problem. <laughs> but I'm confused. Is yeah. the ghost... Can it go out... Is it just inside the computer or does it go outside into the house? I'm thinking it can like go through anything like electrical... Like Poltergeist, that Sega Genesis game. <laughs> so it goes like, into like their TV and their yeah. phone. But it's like that dancing baby all over the screen. And what it does is it starts driving Patrick Wilson mad. Like only he can see it most of the time. So it's like tries to convince him to kill his family for some it, reason. It haunts his fax machine. <laughs> 
like right before you kill someone, it's gotta do the noise. The question is, how does he how does he stop this? Like, is he gonna get a, like a bunch of America Online discs to like with software? I don't know. Is he gonna get like a computer expert? Well, there's gotta be a computer expert, but he dies, right? The computer expert? Yeah, like maybe Patrick Wilson has a guy who's like teaching him to get better at the internet. Should it be Al Gore? <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say just Daryl Hammond as Al Gore. How does this just guy know like Al Gore? <laughs> he is the vice president at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does create some... <laughs> Maybe it's just Daryl Hammond doing his Al Gore shtick, but without ever you know, being named Al Gore or anything. He's just acting like that. It's like you can... You can read into it if you know what's going on. Why does he need to act like Al Gore if he's not Al Gore? Oh, I guess because it's like an homage. That's mm-hmm. good. I get that. So do they have like a computer seance or something? And <laughs> yeah, what does that look like? It's like mm. a bunch of candles and shit. Yeah, but what's the computer like aspect to it? <laughs> you got a bunch of modem modems around and stuff. Yeah. Like modems with like candles over them and like paint, like religious symbols, and then it like gets he fo- focuses it onto one screen on the computer, and it's like Rah! like its face is like coming out of the screen like screaming, and then I guess he installs like some antivirus software, <laughs> but it's like it's like a blessed by a priest. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So Maybe like, like flash. Yeah. How how does he kill people? Does he just use like? 90s internet memes like hamster dance peanut butter like jelly he just, time he blasts it and makes people like commit suicide with it <laughs> like or something like the guy's like peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly and baseball bat and the guy like takes a baseball bat smashes it in his head <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds pretty another guy good. like eats peanut butter jelly to death I feel like yeah. it was early 2000s. Mm. I don't want to get technical on it, but Damn. there were only so many internet fads in the mid-90s. Just like flying well, the, toasters these, and these dancing can, babies. Yeah, there you go. The, well, these can be like things that people pick the movie apart. They're like, oh, that's not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's historically inaccurate. Or maybe like the ghost can like project the memes into reality. Oh, like a flying toaster. You know that screensaver? <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. Stuff like that. He gets attacked by a flying toaster. And does it matter who else is in the movie? It could just be Rose Byrne, can just be his wife. It can just be yeah, Insidious right. again. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I think it'd be a nice twist ending if Daryl Hammond Al Gore puts in the virus software and you think you get rid of it and then it like flashes ahead to like the future and maybe now like Patrick Wilson's like an, some sort of internet millionaire. But like somehow the ghost is like still with him. Like he's using it. Like, like he looks at his smartphone and it's got that face on it again. Yeah. And he's going to like, like gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> They're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> he well, lost the ghost, the, the ghost like made him like famous, like helped him get rich in the internet. So now he's going to unleash the ghost on everyone. Oh, but what if it's like the future and, and like Patrick Wilson is introducing like the first like microchip computer that you get implanted in your body. And then you see that the ghost of the internet is still with him. And it's like now he's t- now he's got a physical form. 
that would be a pretty sweet sequel. Yeah. And at the end, he just, like, takes off his clothes in front of the mirror and starts doing the naked baby dance. <laughs> uh, that's a bone-chilling ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds pretty good to me, but I don't have, I don't have a title now. Something with dial-up. Dial-up and you're dead or something. <laughs> or dial-up from hell. Unless you guys got something totally different. I was trying to think if you could take like AOL and like turn it into something evil, but I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> That's what I was trying to think. Out like all our lives. Anybody have anything? I don't want to go dial up your dead. How about ghost.com? <laughs> I was going to say something uninspired like that. <laughs> Just like Ghost Net or something. Ghost Net. Those, those are good. I like those. I Ghost. I Ghost. Well, that doesn't make any ghost. sense. Yeah, but it'll make it's just something for dudes to argue about later. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh that can just be this problem, this the solution to every problem we create. Lots of. <laughs> oh well, nerds will just argue about it later. Yeah, that's good enough for me. I'll go with I Ghost. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next bone-chilling pitch. Colin? Well, mine is kind of inspired by a conversation we had on this podcast a while ago where we were talking about what if you had a second head (laughs) and it was a black guy's head. (laughs) That's about all I have. I mean, I figure it'd be like, you know, a horror movie premise so that the... (laughs) The black guy, maybe it's a black guy's head who gets a white guy transplanted onto him, and the white guy starts taking over his body and like murdering people. Because it'd be pretty racist if it was a black guy and he started murdering people. But before we go any further, I just want to do you know that there's actually two movies that already like two headed people one guy's black, one guy's white? (laughs) So, what did they do wrong so we could do it right? Well, the thing about that movie is it's more about, like, this guy's super racist, and now he's going to teach a lesson. I don't know what happens after that. It's not a horror movie. Um, it's kind of, it's more like a kind of action-y thing. So, yeah, we, we can make our scary. I don't know about the other one. Like, there's two movies like that, but I don't think they're horror movies, so. Let's, uh, let's see. How could, first of all, how do you grow another head? I mean, it's possible it could be, like, stitched on, like he goes through some sort of scientific experiment, like Frankenstein style. Or maybe he had, like, a parasitic twin that came alive. <laughs> but it's just his head? <laughs> just, like, popped out. <laughs> I don't know, nerds can argue about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he does some sort of scientific research that involves radiation, so he starts getting, like, this lump, and then they just find out, like, it's, like, made your fetus come alive or something. <laughs> and so now it bursts through. Okay. So it's not going to be a mixed-race thing, right? It doesn't have to be. Because the 
the whole point of doing like a one one heads of white head, one heads of black head is that they both have a lifetime of experiences as these races, and they can you know talk about the differences. If, yeah, if it, a it head just grows. just grows, it's not going to have any experiences as a white person or a black person. You know, it's just going to have experiences as being the second head <laughs> on a body. <laughs> but but what but what if it is it is like black or white, and they finds out oh we never knew who our father was, and that must be our father's like white or black. So they go searching for him. it's like a heartwarming. <laughs> but but the the new head is like murderous too. Like oh, so it starts out as a heartwarming story, and then it takes a really dark turn. Well, one head wants to like be reunited with his father, and the other one just wants to kill him for all the years that they. Did, you know, abandon them. Okay. I think this is the way we're going forward with this one. <laughs> so this will be a little easier for me to wrap my head around if I know who, like, the people are so I can kind of get, like, a visual image. So we thought it'd be kind of racist if the blackhead was the one that sprouted and was the murderous one. So who would be the main, who would be your main guy before the second head? Like who's? Uh, I think Anthony Mackie could do pretty well with a second. <laughs> I feel like he's willing to subject himself to that because he's not too big of a star. Mm-hmm. He'd be down for the experiment. And now I feel like since he's not a big star, you got to get a big star for the other head. Or like Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he did World War Z. He does horror. Is this like, uh, I don't know, is this hella quirky Brad Pitt, like 12 Muggies, or is this like laid back, buddy ball Brad Pitt? He's laid back. Okay. He's like, I just want to kill that guy. That's why it's so unexpected. They don't even know it's him at first. You know, it's like they keep finding these dead bodies. Like, where did this come from? He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> like they're in a hotel and everyone's like getting killed. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And there's just like one night when Anthony Mackie goes to bed and he wakes up and he sees this Brad Pitt's taking over his body and he's killing people. He's like, what? What does Anthony Maggie sound like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can he get that excited? I don't he seems like, like this. A laid back actor as well. <laughs> Maybe he just picks up a little more high strung. Uh, he's fine. Yeah. Okay, so they're looking for their father. What should their father do, or or why did he abandon them? Like, why did he abandon his son? What's what we got to think of? Mm, gee, I don't think, yeah, I, I can't see any reason why the father would think it's weird that he has a two-headed freak for a son. <laughs> Maybe the, that's reason. The other, the other head didn't come out till later, after Anthony Mackie's nu- like nuclear research. Um, Maybe he was disappointed that he didn't go follow his footsteps into some other field. Mm-hmm. Something that, not nerdy, but the <laughs> field of work. So... <laughs> He was abandoned by his father as an adult. Not not, not because he has two heads, but because he's a nerd. (laughs) Maybe he could tell he was a nerd from the get-go. Like, he does have some memories of him 
of his father when he's like six or seven. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, what would his father do? Um, he's like a lumberjack. Or some sort of like wild. <laughs> game he's the hunter. only black lumberjack in the entire <laughs> world. Yeah. And, and he's Shy McBride. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this until I die. <laughs> And he, and he left them, so they have to find. Like, they, yeah. well, yeah, he should be like really respected lumberjack. He's like the Tiger Woods of lumberjacks. <laughs> like he just changed pre, the game. Pre-scandal yeah. or <laughs> oh, post-scandal? Yeah, sure. <laughs> he's not like a deadbeat dad. He just slips around. He doesn't even know how many kids he's got. <laughs> He's got like his own like show, like Lumberjack in it or something. <laughs> or Lumberjack Kings or something. <laughs> and so the way they get to him is they just follow the trail of cut down trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty clever. Maybe they like know like where he is. Like they're like, oh, we're going to travel to Oregon and go find him. He's filming a show. And then they finally confront him and. Brad Pitt, like, you know, wants to kill him. But then Sean McBride, like, freaked out too, and he wants to use his axe to cut off one of the heads. But he can't Damn. decide which one because Brad Pitt is, like, the son he always wanted, but he's, like, crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's like, oh, he's cool, he's tough. And he's, like, a nerd, so he doesn't know. Wait, he's got like, which head to cut off. Wait, I missed something. Why does he have to cut off a head? <laughs> Why? Why, like, why? Why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you cut off Brad Pitt's head? Isn't he the bad guy? Yeah, well, no. The, the thing is, is it's the son he's always wanted because he didn't like that his son was a nerd, and Brad Pitt isn't a nerd, so he's so like, he, I want that to be my so son. So he likes that his son is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he just really hates nerds. When you are a promiscuous lumberjack, <laughs> you can take a lot. But you cannot take a, your son being a nerd. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> the only thing I can't come up with is why he feels one of them needs to die. Because <laughs> he knows about the murders. He finds out and he's horrified and he realizes. You know, so he's horrified, he, but he doesn't want to kill. If, the, he, if he kills the Anthony Mackie head. The Brad Pitt head can blame it all on him and get away scot free. So wait a minute, if he because you can't you can't give this guy the death penalty, right? Because you'd be killing two people, including so, an innocent man. So so if he cuts, so wait a minute, I just want some logistical stuff here. If he cuts off the Anthony Mackie head, what will it look like? It'll look like like a guy with a head like off to the side with like yes. Because <laughs> Anthony Mackie had a normal body for most of his life, and then another head showed up. So it's not like his head moved. Man, that <laughs> so, would look so gross. Is this gonna be this weird <laughs> this body with a lopsided head? It's gonna be a black body too. <laughs> <laughs> can can Brad Pitt control uh, extremities? Oh yeah, yeah. He takes over later. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. he's the more dominant personality. Obviously. Uh, man, do we spoil it? Do we decide how it ends? 
Okay, so our climactic moment is... Is it Shy McBride trying to decide which son gets to live, or is that earlier on and then they could just kill him? That's like the climax. It's, he's trying to decide. They finally meet up with him. And the cops are, like, on their trail. I guess, because of all the dead bodies. <laughs> well, so I would hope that even though it's a horror movie, that Anthony Mackie would, like, break Brad Pitt's neck or something. <laughs> just headbutt and, him? And then he would kill Shia McBride and be like, I never loved you, Dad. And then, you know, it looked, <laughs> it looked like everything's going to be all right for him. And he gets surgery uh, to get the Brad Pitt head removed because uh, it's already dead and it's just on his body. And the movie ends. He's in he's in the hospital and they're beginning to operate on him. And they and the doctors are like, uh, hold on, Mr. Surgeon. You're going to want to see this. It's a third head. <laughs> and that's how it's it ends. The third head. Or do we see the third head? We don't get to see the third head till the next one. <laughs> that's actually pretty scary. <laughs> I just don't understand. No, whatever. I don't care. Like, I don't understand how that could even ever make sense, but whatever. It's awesome. The nerds are all arguing about it later. Yeah, they can argue about it. I will not. Just remember he was a nuclear technician, and so the radiation is always through his body, you know? Yeah, okay. And when he gets stressed out, it, like, makes it worse. Yeah, like, there's always another head coming. <laughs> that could be the tagline for the sequel. <laughs> sequel will have, like, three heads, like, poke over a fence. <laughs> it's, a, it's a family comedy. <laughs> but it's, like, R-rated. For an adult family. Okay, we, we need a we need a title suitable to this masterpiece. <laughs> you can you know, go simple, you can go heads up. Yeah. I like two Four. for the price of one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Or two for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that one. That could be his name too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's already the name of that guy on Dirty Rock. Yeah. I mean, it'd be spelled differently. It's spelled like two F-E-R. Some people would be like, what's Twofer? <laughs> and then the nerds would be like, actually, it's Twofer. <laughs> ah, so good. Okay, who wants to go? That's, that's awesome. Who wants to go next? I'll go next since uh, I don't want to take end on this if it's super bad. <laughs> so I'm just wanting <laughs> We're looking at you, Sean. Uh, no. <laughs> so, basically, we'll just say the title first. Haunted Mansion 2. <laughs> Robert's Inferno. <laughs> Robert's Inferno? Is that the character's name? Yeah. So, basically, Haunted Mansion 1, I mean... I literally I read the last three sentences <laughs> of the plot summary on Wikipedia, of so I don't know what happened throughout the whole movie, but I know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically, all the ghosts in in the movie are freed by Eddie Murphy, and they all get to go to heaven, right? And then they drive off, and everyone's happy. And so, but what happens is there's a complication. When they get to heaven, 
Because Jesus is like, I don't know about no ghosts. So he sends them all to hell, right? But it's just a big misunderstanding. So, yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's Jesus, like, I, Jesus. Yeah. St. Peter, whoever's in charge up there. So... I feel like he, he'd at least be aware of what ghosts are. Well, no, he, he, he just didn't know about these ghosts. Okay. Yeah, so so then um, so then we have our main character, Robert, who is, uh, you know, he, he, in the vein of Eddie Murphy, is a workaholic. You know, he, he doesn't have time for his family, blah, 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 blah. Basically the exact same plot from the first one. So he takes him on a trip. And he goes back to the haunted man. They go so they go back to the haunted mansion, but it turns out it's there's like just like some like gateway to hell that they go down. And so can now, Robert be played? Can Robert be played by Cuba Gooding Jr.? I was thinking. So it's be, in the same vein as Daddy Daycare too, just <laughs> him taking the reins from Eddie Murphy. That's a, that's not what, bad. What were, you, what were you thinking? I was thinking Brendan Fraser. But Cooper Junior could work too. I mean, what's he doing? He's yeah, like a rascal scooter. <laughs> Brendan Fraser could be in it. Yeah, he could be like the butler. <laughs> Is there a butler at the haunted mansion? Sure, ghost butler. Ghost butler. Sure. So, anyways, basically, Robert's got to like go through, you know, the nine circles of hell to rescue the ghosts. And Why does he have to rescue the ghosts? I don't know. That's that's up for that's up for us to decide. Okay, maybe there's like a baby ghost that gets away from the rest, and he was able to find Robert, and he tells him about what happened. And it's all his fault. Wait, who's the talking fault? baby ghost? It's the talking baby ghost, Colin. Keep up. <laughs> it's the same ghost. This is the dancing baby. Okay. Okay, but why does Robert feel like he has to help the ghosts? Yeah, that's my, that's what I'm that's yeah. what I'm stuck on. That's the motivation. I mean, he could like they could be in the uh, in the mansion. They could be stuck there until they free the ghosts. Because was he somehow responsible for their death? <laughs> well, so, like, some, somehow, somehow, like a, as they passed Eddie Murphy's family in the parking lot, like the the juju got transferred to to Robert. So he's got a. So now he's responsible. Now they're in the. Now they can't get out of the, the haunted mansion until they save the ghosts. <laughs> so they have to go into hell. Yeah. To save the ghosts. Yeah. yeah. And then all the way down. All the way down. Does he, like, does he like team up with famous dead people? Oh, yeah. It's like Bill and Ted. It's like Night at the Museum. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so who would be. Who'd be well, you gotta have like a one one um, famous dead person per circle. So you got like Limbo, hey, Lush. Right, do you have the circles? Yeah, I got the circles. So the first okay. one's Limbo, right? Mm-hmm. Limbo. Okay. Do, do you get someone at Limbo, or is this kind of just like, whoa, this is interesting? Yeah, it could be that, or you could get like Brendan like Fraser. Brendan Fraser's in Limbo, so he could like meet himself. Because <laughs> his career's in Limbo. Yeah. I mean, you could have like a recently dead celebrity in Limbo, but yeah, like get them read just like get super recent, most tasteless stuff out of the way. Uh-huh. Like that Corey Monteith guy or whatever from Glee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, and then you got Lust. Lust, so that's got to be a babe, but like a dead babe. Or it could be like... like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be like a, you know... <laughs> again, a Tiger Woods kind of guy. Oh, yeah, like Ben Franklin. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, played by Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Guess what? I go get laid. And yeah, uh, and gluttony. So uh, Chris Farley. I don't know. I feel like people like Chris Farley too much. Is Louis Anderson still alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was alive. <laughs> yeah, let's just have Louis Anderson playing himself. Well, we can just wait until he dies, and then we can green light the movie. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, I like that approach. <laughs> Somehow dead. Uh, then we have greed. Are we, are we just going through the seven the sins? We could. But I mean, so far these are all sins aside from. Yeah, Lord. well, these are the, these are the circles of hell. As laid out in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> this is going to be a huge cast. Well, there's only nine of them. <laughs> a team of nine guys to say some stupid ghosts. Well, no, they, they, they meet them in, in the circles of hell. Okay, They're are like we going to just keep going through them? Eh, we don't have to. <laughs> Can we just get one person that encapsulates all the rest? <laughs> okay, greed, <laughs> wrath, heresy, violence, fraud, and treachery. Who has all of those? Uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, okay. Someone really bad or crazy. Who's dead? Hitler. Hitler, okay, <laughs> why not? Who's Hitler played by? Uh, just get Christoph Waltz. He's German. He plays a lot of Germans. How about Crispin Glover? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see that. <laughs> Super creepy Hitler. <laughs> so, Cuba Gooding Jr. has to go down to hell with Cory Monteith, Ben Franklin, Louis Anderson, and Crispin Glover to go rescue the ghosts. <laughs> Excuse me, Hitler played by Crispin No, he's Glover. trying to get past these guys. These guys are trying to stop them. They're like fights. Yeah, I like it better for their team. Their team? Why would they, they help? They gotta fight. They gotta fight like a demon army in hell to get to the ghosts. Maybe not an army, but like a bunch of demon soldiers. Well, Sean, yeah. Sean would be less, about that. Less fighting, more like just getting by, just sneaking through. Mm-hmm. Like, they can have some skills though. Like Ben Franklin can have like an electric kite. So, <laughs> so they send him into super hell. Super hell. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> the tenth circle. Super hell. So this is at a, the end they have to like fight something from super hell. That, like, <laughs> this is a hard R, right? This is double R. Double R. <laughs> so So I mean we yeah, don't we have we don't have to have Cuba Gooden Jr. like learn his lesson and become a better family man. Like he can straight up die. Yeah, you just get cut in half at one part. <laughs> Clean. Clean. He like sacrifices himself. He's like the Jesus of hell. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So he gets down to what the ninth thing, and there's the ghosts. Who's holding them captive? Is it Satan? I of guess. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And who's gonna be Satan? Dave Grohl. <laughs> Again. Mm-hmm. Again. He's, he's We've already good. cast Dave Grohl in one of our movies. That was someone else. Uh, Dave Grohl was in our movie at the Sky Bridge. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up getting cast twice. <laughs> He's not even like an actor. Yeah, I've never seen him act before. I feel like Satan should be like a twist. It's like it's, it's like the last person you'd expect to be Satan, like a really nice guy, or a woman, or a woman. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. <laughs> It could be Kathy Bates. Maybe. Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know. Parker Kathy Posey. Bates. Kathy Bates is fine. Yeah. Does she just look like a human or does she have like a does she have face on like a demon? <laughs> <laughs> she could have like, you know, like horse feet, but only two of them. Okay, and they're like fighting her and they're doing pretty good. But how does Satan unleash the suit like Super Satan? What? Because <laughs> well, they gotta fight something from Super Hell, and then Satan gets sent to Super Hell after they defeat the Super Satan. <laughs> so, like, she turns something on that turns her into Super Satan. I think like somehow she unleashes Super Satan, and then like so Super Satan like is like Cuba Gooding Junior's dad. Like, it looks just like him. Like, in contact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's like, I can't fight you, Dad. And he's like, then you will die. And, and then he's like, hell. I'm already dead. I'm already dead. <sighs> oh, that's right, because he sacrifices himself. So he gets split in half. <laughs> Clean. Maybe he's gonna like he's coming in for like a super kick, but he gets like cut in half, but like the legs are still going. <laughs> what is a super kick? <laughs> it's something he learned in hell. Yeah, Louis Louis Anderson taught him super kick. <laughs> he's like, I used to be able to do this, and I gotta do fat. <laughs> Super kick, but while he's like doing it, Kathy Bates like comes up with like a saw or something, and, like cuts him in half. It's like, but the legs keep going, and it's it actually it's the blood of Hell's Jesus that is the only thing that can defeat a super devil. So even though he dies, he saves the ghost family from. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. That? Well, I think it should be like off in like a cage in the corner. Like, <laughs> they're not doing much. Yeah. <laughs> not even like, you like totally forget that they're in the movie. You're like, oh yeah, <laughs> I guess we could free you now. <laughs> it's all like the wacky characters from Haunted Mansion 1. Who should be Super Devil, like Bill Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. the last person you'd expect. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be like groundbreaking. 
And they use like so much money. Use computers to, like make them. Look <laughs> they had better. to promise to burn every print of Fat Albert in order to get him to be in this movie. Well, they promised like five hundred million dollars. Fun. It's the biggest budget horror movie in the history. Ninety percent stars like Jack Well, ninety percent of the budget goes directly to Bill Cosby. Super devil. He's only, he's only in it for like 20 seconds. <laughs> like he just appears. And like, I was like, no, but then he's like, I gotta do it. And then he does the super kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he dies. Is blood from his, I don't know. Like he kicks him, but also his blood stops. That is well, matter. because the kick doesn't land because he gets cut in half, remember? Uh, yeah, but since it's in midair, the blood like projectiles towards Kathy Bates, and she like fucking melts. Bill She's Co- got Bill blood Cosby. all over her. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Both of them. They both get hit. Yeah, sure. Well, I thought Kathy Bates turned into Bill Cosby. This is blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Well, like I was thinking, I was thinking that like like they're fighting Kathy Bates, and then they like kill her. And she's so she's like on the ground, they like chop off her head or something. And then, she like morphs. Yeah, and then she like T two style into. <laughs> it's like lava, lava. Yeah. Bill Cosby. She tries to take like the thing that he fears the most. His dad. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know how that makes her also the super devil. She's like channels it psychically. That's you know that that's like. In the novelization. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's there's no logic to Satan. He can just do whatever. Uh, that sounds pretty good. So Haunted Mansion 2, Robert's Inferno. <laughs> yep. Yep, there you go. That'd be a big hit. All right, Sean, can you top that? <laughs> no. Uh, that's the most over-the-top thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh, but here I go. Anyway, so Hiroshima, nineteen forty-five. <laughs> Good start. Is that the title? <laughs> An American spy of Japanese descent has infiltrated the Japanese Empire and is in the city of Hiroshima, doing some reconnaissance for the U.S. government when the bomb drops. His body is completely obliterated. All that's left of him, shadow on the wall. A shadow that's alive and wants revenge against the American soldiers who ordered him into that city. It's years later now, and the shadow has somehow made it back to the United States. And he starts killing all the generals and everyone in between who ordered his secret operation in Japan during World War II. Shadow Man. Including, he's got to kill, like, Robert Oppenheimer Jr. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, what I want to know is how did, oh, it just took him, like, 70 years to get to the United States. Is this in present Japan. day? Well, yeah, Sean said that over the years, like, that it took him a while to, like, get to America. Like, how does he travel? I, I feel like it's kind of, like... 
weird if he's just killing decrepit old men. <laughs> like, it's not even a fair fight. Like, it's hard to be, like... I feel like you, I don't know. That's why I think you should go after Robert Oppenheimer Jr., if that's a real person, which I don't think it is. <laughs> Maybe, like, after the explosion, he was, like, uh, put in some place where he could get out, and it took him a long time, and then he escaped and made his way to America. Yeah, like, it's not easy being a shadow, you know? But how do you trap a shadow, man? With light. Oh. Maybe it was, like, they... Oh God. They built something. Oh, this is stupid. <laughs> built something that produces light all the time, but then there's like a big blackout and he escaped. Sure, they're keeping him in a light room. <laughs> what the hell is a light room? It's a room where the all the walls are made of lights. It was like it was like a light museum. There's just like maybe a little corner where he, he can continue to live. Then the power goes out. Why does the power go out? Is it because of stupid college kids? <laughs> sure. Stupid college kids are messing around. <laughs> yeah. And then he... Yeah, that, that, that's good, because now we can get a little sex up in the movie nice and early, get out of the way. Because Shadow Man, as soon as he gets out, he kills those kids. How does a shadow kill someone? Does he, like, kill their shadows? Does he, or does he turn himself into, like, different shadow forms? Like, I'm a shadow dinosaur, and then a shadow dinosaur comes and kills people? One potential way. That's definitely tempting. Unless you had, like, another idea, like, how does a sh- I don't know how a shadow would kill someone. <laughs> I think he just has green lantern powers, but with <laughs> shadows. Well, I was thinking maybe he can pull you around by your shadow. <laughs> Just like strangles your shadow. So like, like rips off a shadow's head and then a guy's head pops off. Oh, that'd be so sweet. <laughs> He's pretty so useless at night, though. Well, I don't know. Would it be sort of like a Freddy Krueger thing where like he, like the thing that's happening to your shadow happens to you? Yeah. Because, you know, your shadow is a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's inseparable. Yeah. Okay. That could lead for some pretty, like, creative deaths. Like, some guy's, like, with his son doing the shadow puppets. Like, look what I can make. And then, like, his fingers start, like, coming off because the shadow man's, like, <laughs> chopping them off. He's like, oh, my God. He's got to get to the people that are close to Robert Oppenheimer Jr. He has to make him suffer like he suffered. Who did, did, who plays Shadow Man? Like, can he talk? Like, can he, is he, like, Hollow Man? Yeah. The thing is, he has to be... An Asian American actor, so it's probably Keanu Reeves at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean it doesn't really matter because are we get, are we gonna see the Shadow Man? Well, yeah, you're gonna see him at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but after that, we don't. After that, he's just a Shadow we? Man. Yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of a Shadow voice Shadow Reeves killing people. He says well. stuff. <laughs> Up, little dude, <laughs> your time is up. Who plays Robert Oppenheimer Jr.? Uh, He's I a good sciencey type, huh? I'm just trying to think what Oppenheimer looks like. Okay. Uh, I see. Like like Charlie Day. 
Groundhog Day because he played a scientist in the last movie he was in. Yeah. Well, then they don't have to pay for like scientist training before they film the movie. Yeah. He's already got all of it because he does bad giant monsters. <laughs> Therefore, he's a qualified scientist. Yeah. Okay. Shadow Man kills everyone close to him through sweet shadow power. I couldn't find any shadow puns, but. <laughs> But like, how does so? How does Robert Oppenheimer Jr. like fight back? Like, what's he gonna do? Does he have a plan? Like, once he realizes people are dying, he like goes and like reads about the case. Like, what's his move? Like, what stops a shadow? But light, I guess. Um, because uh. he he knows that light can keep the shadow man at bay, but it doesn't kill him. He's got to find something that will actually finally kill the shadow man. Another nuke. <laughs> that's, good. that's good That's exactly what I was just gonna say <laughs> It's that genius So him and his scientist buddy Bill Hader Start building <laughs> He's like doing like Funny voices and sound effects like Michael Winslow From Police Academy <laughs> <laughs> Just to ease the tension a little bit Yeah He's doing like impressions And they start building Another <laughs> What are they gonna call this nuke? Like Shadow Fall or Shadow Killer. Just or the sun. Just call it Shadow Man. Interesting, because that's the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> People would be like, oh yeah. Oh, I see. So now they need. <laughs> it's not because he's a shadow man. It's because that's the name of the bomb. Oh, I, oh. I I put that together. <laughs> like old people are like, "What's the shadow? What's that mean?" Anyways, so they have to get him to a place where they can drop an atomic bomb on him. You gotta get him out in the desert, I guess. How are they gonna lure him to the desert? I guess if he knows, if yeah, if he if he finds out that. Oppenheimer Jr. is there. Yeah, he's just got to make himself such a tempting target that Shadow Man can't resist. I think I could, like, lure him out. So how do they get to this point? Like, how many people has Shadow Man killed? Hundreds. That they're like, we have to up a nuke in the United States. Oppenheimer Jr. is, like, as, like, the scientific research facility, and there's, like, 50 people that work there, and they're all dead except him and Bill Hader. <laughs> Maybe he builds like an atomic bomb proof room that he traps him in. Okay. All right. Although, I don't know. The digit is pretty dramatic as well. Maybe he's been working on it for a long time because he wants to make like an, a, safe, a safe place to drop an atomic bomb. <laughs> it's not, I don't see what's wrong with going out in the desert, you know, going to New Mexico. The only question is, the only question is how does he get him out there? He goes out there. Well, I, I, yeah. But I think it's just got to be one of those things where, like, it was the plan all along, but it seems like Shadow Man's getting to them and he's chasing them and stuff. And then Oppenheimer Jr. gets out in the desert and he's like, gets out his radio and he's like, all right, Bill Hader, I'm ready. Does he die? It's like secretly he was driving him into the nuclear site this whole time. Oh, yeah. And then Bill Hader says, good to the chopper. <laughs> he's doing impressions and quotes all the time. Because <laughs> 
have a nuke-proof <laughs> chopper. He's wild. basically Robin Williams in Aladdin, but <laughs> in real life. <laughs> so, I don't know. I can't really see how um, Oppenheimer Jr. survives this blast. Yeah. I like, feel like he should sacrifice himself. But I feel like what's the point if he sacrifices himself? Everybody knows he's dead. At this point, wouldn't he just be trying to survive? Like, if he's going to sacrifice himself, he, he might as well he just was get trying killed to survive. by the Shadow Man. He was trying to survive for a long time. In the end, he realizes the Shadow Man's going to get him. He's just trying to save Bill Hader. This is, the only, this is the only way to stop Shadow Man. If he doesn't stop Shadow Man now, he already learned how much he loves to kill. You think he's going to be stopped just because he kills all the people that wronged him? No, Shadow Man's going to get out there. He's going to start killing everybody. What if he builds, like, a jetpack and he flies away before the atomic <laughs> bomb explodes? That's, that sounds pretty good. Super fast jet jetpacks. Pack. He's just looking down on the explosion. Well, okay, so he'll die from radiation later. Yeah, that, that'll be his last life. Maybe like, this yeah. is the prequel to uh, John's movie. <laughs> that's, that's how Why gets... does everything have to be a prequel or sequel? Uh, not, not John's movie, Colin's movie. It's radiation, man. Can can I have a, a part in I wanna see a part in this movie where they're dropping the bomb and he's like he's got on the jetpack and he's Bill Hader's in the other in his other head and he's like trying to lift him up. He's like, I can't lift you, Bill Hader and he goes like, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn and he like, let's go. And we see Bill Hader like oh, obliterated. <laughs> Why does Bill Hader have to die? <laughs> so he can do one last impression. <laughs> What the fuck is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's Shadow Man. <laughs> okay, so he obliterates Shadow Man with his A-bomb. Um, can we go to the ending, or do we? is there something else we need to cover in that scene? I think we're pretty good there. I think we're pretty good there. Okay, I was thinking. Here's one potential ending. We can we can play you know, around with some ideas. It's like he's like closing up his laboratory. He's like quitting science, <laughs> and he's like closing up the laboratory. And then he like looks. You know, he thinks he sees his like, shadow, but it's just his own shadow. He's like, Ugh. he starts walking out. But then as the audience sees him walking out, we see that the shadow doesn't follow him. So like his shadow has become split. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So there's another that's- shadow man. Mm-hmm. But it's, He's it's, created another Shadow Man. It's interesting because the previous Shadow Man, we were under the impression that it was, you know, just Keanu Reeves. He'd just become Shadow Man. But now we know that there's a separation between the Shadow and the Man. Kind of puts a little flip on everything that we had just seen. That's actually surprisingly clever for, like, the stupidest idea ever. Well, not the stupidest idea ever. That was the one before this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's encouraged. <laughs> oh, these are all pretty good. It's what America wants. You know, I'm surprised that I thought I didn't think mine would be so upped so easily in like ridiculousness. <laughs> Which one was so yours? I already mine was the internet one. ghosts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like believable to these for these other ones yeah. by comparison. So this is the really hard part to pick a favorite. So um, again, I ghost, <laughs> twofer, haunted mansion two, Robert's, Robert's Inferno. Inferno, and Shadow Man. 
I like iGhost. Really? I don't know. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. Like, I'm pretty excited about Twofer. Yeah, Twofer's good. If I had to go with the one that made me laugh the most, I'd probably say Twofer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because it's a race comedy and it's a horror movie. I mean, they're they're all so good for different reasons. This is a really strong group. I, I hope they all get made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like Twofer's like it's like people are like Twofer. What? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the nerds figure that one. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Nerds. Well, that's been another episode of pitching tents and another movie that we've pitched. Uh. We've got a website at mildlypleased.com and an iTunes feed, which you can subscribe to. Those are the best ways to keep up with us. And uh, it's Halloween, man. Get out there. Get some candy. Get some costumes. Get some... Those are the things that are associated with Halloween. Pumpkins, I guess? Cats? Bats? Get them. Don't deny yourself the pure pleasure that is a cat in your life. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.